This is the Women with Vision podcast, where we get real with some of the leading entrepreneurial superwomen about what it takes to build a business online and beyond with kids, husbands, and everything else. All right, Women with Vision, I'm excited today uh, to have uh, the lovely Marina here, who um, I just met, who is actually too far from me. I, I speak to people all over the world and she's down in lovely San Diego. I love San Diego. And, uh, and we're going to be talking all about, you know, what she does and her lifestyle, what, what led her to doing what she's doing. Uh, so you are a raw vegan coach, a plant-based health coach. Yes. Yeah. Plant-based. I go by plant-based, not plant-based. raw vegan. Yeah. yeah, for sure. So tell me a little bit about that and what led you to becoming a, you know, that kind of coach. So first I became plant-based, you know, that was the first step. And how that happened was that my mother actually got really sick. She had interstitial cystitis. It's a really, really terrible disease uh, in the bladder and basically like a UTI, you know, that, that same kind of feeling, but all the time. So you pee every five minutes and it's just crazy burning sensations. She wouldn't leave the house at all for eight years because it was just unbearable. It's a, it's like being debilitated completely. Yeah. And she tried so many things. I actually talked to a girl today who was dealing with this, which is crazy. And yeah, so young. And, you know, she was telling me, I'm reading forums of girls who want to kill themselves. And I can totally understand why. I mean, it's just insane. So then my mom tried, you know, all these things that the doctors had told her to do injections directly into the bladder, crazy stuff. And nothing, of course, healed it. It was more of a momentary relief, which is great, but it didn't heal it. And so then my mom decided to do uh, plant-based and that really is what healed her from her disease, which is crazy wow. to think about. So she healed herself. It was a long process. But um, that story is really what inspired me initially to, to go plant-based seven years ago. And then I realized like, oh, well, I want to prevent disease. I want to reverse severe PMS, which I had severe, severe, severe PMS. It wasn't diagnosed, but it was just I would throw up, faint, and just be also debilitated once a month, taking 10 painkillers to like survive. Gosh. Yeah, it was really extreme. So um, I realized, oh, I, I don't want to have that, you know, all, all these things. And I want to just thrive in life and I want to be active to old age and all these things. So that's what inspired me to go plant-based. At first I was a raw vegan. I'm not anymore. I was 100% raw vegan. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it's pretty limited diet. And then I learned a lot about my body and about science, the evidence behind nutrition and that's why I switched to whole food plant-based. That's the most evidence-based approach to nutrition that I know of. So I really support that. And then I started my business because I wanted to teach other people how to do this. And at first, it was more like recipe creation and blogging because I was kind of hiding behind my computer. You know, I was, I was kind of scared to go out there, get out there and 
um, and just be vulnerable with people. But then I realized this is my strength. I love working with people. I love supporting them. And it's not just about food. It's so much more. It's also about um, changing their mindset and just living life to the fullest. Because when you start with food, then there's all these other other things you yes. know, change. So it's been amazing. It's been my favorite thing, actually, to coach. You know, it's interesting. Um, I have tried you know, not vegan for long. Like I did vegan something for like maybe a week, but I've, uh, I've often tried plant-based for sure. Uh, I I'm, you know, I don't eat meat and I don't eat, I only eat fish. And I've often, I've done fruitarian for a little while. I've done different things, but, um, it just, I just noticed that when you eat a certain way, it changes everything like every all a lot of the illnesses the disease the the pain the everything that we're experiencing especially now in this day and age is directly linked to food so true i mean we are what we eat like there's no truer statement yes i mean cancer you're talking about everything is really coming from what we're putting in our in our bodies and um, there's so much, I mean, I, I, I get a little, I get a little, I nerd out on this kind of stuff a little bit, you know, because I, I do like studying a little bit of, of, of nutrition. Of course, I'm not in it like you are, but, um, what is, what do people typically come? I know your mom had a serious condition, but why do people come seeking you out? What are they looking to, to do? A lot of it is weight loss. Um, because this is an amazing way to lose weight, but it's healthy weight loss. So it's something that they want to turn into a lifestyle, not a diet, um, eliminating disease. Some people already have, you know, cholesterol, high blood pressure, um, even pre-diabetic arthritis, severe PMS, anxiety, depression, you name it, or to prevent because they're being smart about it. They read, they, did the research and they realized that this is not the ultimate. I feel tired. I feel exhausted. I'm not living my fullest life. I want to accomplish so much more. So that's why they come. Yeah, I can see that. That is really important. Um, Do you usually recommend a plant-based diet for the rest of their life or is it usually like a plant-based diet for a certain, certain amount of time? Yeah, absolutely. It's a lifestyle. So I try when I work with them to teach them skills, not just to say, oh, you know, eat this meal right now. And then this one, it's like turning into a lifestyle and really learning skills. For example, one of them is meal prep. So getting into that habit of every Sunday prepping for the week and knowing what flavors go together and being confident in the kitchen because it's honestly very easy. People just get really scared. They get in their minds about it, you know, they up in their head and it's just easy. It's fun. It's delicious. So removing myths, making them feel comfortable with cooking, excited and yeah, being plant-based. I mean, I'm really proud that every single one of my clients months later so far has maintained this lifestyle and it's been easy to do. They, they don't struggle. So that's great. Yeah. Well, you know, you did mention a little bit about mindset. 
and I know that, you know, switching over to a lifestyle like this, um, and when you're looking to make a permanent change, uh, it, a lot of it is directly linked to your mindset and uh, the journey that you go through making that change over uh, is, is linked to, you know, not just like this is an outer thing, like you're eating food and it's on the outside, but there's a lot of changes happening on the inside as well, mentally. Have you noticed that? Have your clients have, you know, mentioned anything of that or is that part of your coaching? Yeah, it's absolutely part of my coaching. Um, first of all, I think most of them don't have so many myths about food by the time they come to me, but some have a little. For example, like, you know, that's a starting point is though that kind of mindset shift. Um, that carbs are bad and they make you gain weight. So we work through that because that's not supported by science whatsoever. Actually, um, carbs really help you maintain your weight and lose weight really easily and fill you up. It's just about the carbs that you pick. So you don't want to eat white pasta, white bread. You want to eat whole grains, for example. So they have a little bit of that. But yeah, it's so true what you're saying. That journey, it's truly a journey. Like, it's a journey. It's amazing. And the biggest realization they have is that you have to do this from a place of love and happiness and gratitude. You can't see it as a diet. Um, it's not like strict. There's no punishment. If you screw up or whatever they, they want to call it, that's okay. That's actually a learning moment. Um, and what's been really cool is that for some reason, many of my clients start businesses after we work together. It's been a trend because all of a sudden, they're able to wake up without an alarm clock. They feel so energetic. They want to do something, you know, and they also feel... I think it really attracts people who really, really care for animals and the environment, very ethical people. And so they feel like, oh, I want to contribute something to the world. Yeah. And now I have the energy to do it. So it's been so beautiful to watch these people um, because that's what happened to me. So we have like parallel processes. Yeah. You know? You're vibrating a certain way. You're attracting a certain type of people and then you can take them on the journey. And of course, they're going to follow your footsteps. That makes sense. Um, I, I, I think about, you know, my own personal journey with, with food and plant-based, um, do you recommend, uh, no processed and, uh, just basically having your own garden or what is your, what is your recommendation typically? If you want to have your own garden, that's great. I'm, I'm not at that point, but yes, I don't recommend processed food. So there's a big difference between eating vegan and eating whole food plant-based. That's yeah. a whole different thing. Um, vegan just means you're removing animal products, which is great. Um, that means you're removing a lot of cholesterol, animal protein, animal fat, things that have been linked to heart disease, diabetes. Um, so that's wonderful. But unfortunately, nowadays... processed foods. Yeah, yeah. Nowadays... Um, it's good and bad because a lot of people are um, more easily transitioning to a vegan diet, but they're eating so much processed food, all the fake meats, cheeses, that kind of thing. So what I recommend is truly, truly plants on your plate, but flavored and seasoned so that it tastes good. I don't recommend just, you know, bland, boring food. That is not my thing. I don't think anyone should eat that way. That's terrible. 
I really emphasize that they enjoy the food. If they have a recipe that they liked from the meal plan that I give them, tell them, okay, do it again. You know, really enjoy what you're eating. But yeah, it's very fresh, whole, beautiful food. I don't even um, include sugar or oil, um, you know, just no processed foods <laughs> like that. Yeah. Well, you know, tell me a little bit of the hurdles that you've gone through in your, in your journey. I know we, you had mentioned uh, that you just have, you have a lot of things that you have dealt with going through your journey as you're building your business or just going through your life, the kind of land that you hear. Cause you know, obviously when you're, when you're, I, I have noticed, especially cause I've talked to so many coaches that coaches have healed from something which is why they turn around and try to heal others. You know, they've had an epiphany. They've gone through some, you know, some stuff, right? Some real, real cock-ops stuff that they've really had to work through. And then they're on the other side of it. They've got their transformation and they turn back around, mission-driven, hardcore, you know, people. Uh, so tell me about that. That That's such a good it. point. I never thought about that, how coaches, yeah, probably <laughs> brings us all together. Um, the biggest hurdle that I faced was being sexually abused. So when I was in high school, I was in a three-year abusive relationship. And I kind of went from like a really happy-go-lucky, you know, thinking the world is perfect and I'm always safe and protected to someone really depressed and really feeling like a victim. That was the biggest thing. Yeah. Um, just feeling like life is happening to me and I'm not in control. There's nothing I can do. Um, so that was of course, like extremely painful. Um, at that time, I also started using food a lot as almost like a drug because I wanted to survive. You know, I wanted to just go through life. I wasn't excited to go to school. I wasn't excited to function. And I also felt really alone because my family, my friends didn't understand what was happening. And I was only 15, you know, so it's really like a kid. Yeah. Um, and the, the, person I was in a relationship with was three years older. So it was, I had to mature very quick. Um, yeah. And thankfully that ended, he actually left the country and I had to heal through that, um, which involved a lot of practices that were not healing. It involved a lot of self-hatred at first and really just like I said, feeling like a victim. And I think that people feel that a lot anyway. Yeah. Um, even if they don't have trauma, I think we all go through feeling like a victim. And that really makes us make poor choices in so yeah. many different areas. So I can, on the one hand, I can really relate to situations of disempowerment and you know, when I see injustice, that's one of the things that I just really, I can't take. Um, yeah. So I really like my heart goes out to those people and to those moments because I felt truly like a victim at that time. I saw no other way of being empowered. So I understand how people can feel that way and what it feels like, whether it's, you know, African-Americans or I don't know, or Palestinians, because I'm from Israel and I've worked in that field as well. And I think I made that connection because I used to feel just zero power. Yeah. But at the same time, 
I then kind of started to want to crawl out of that hole because I wanted to experience life and I wanted to take that experience as a teaching moment. And then also to say to people, yes, you do have a choice. Even if you think that everything is terrible, everything sucks, I get that, but you still have a choice. So now I still live with trauma. You know, I still live with PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder. And having a business, let me tell you, and having PTSD is so tricky because there's no control, right? You don't control like how much money you make. I mean, you do your best, but that's all you can do. And it's not like going to work and knowing, oh, I'm getting a paycheck. Perfect. (laughs) So that has been so challenging and I'm laughing about it now, but believe me, it was, I would just be I would just be depressed like for days in bed, not understanding is it trauma or is it just, or maybe I hate my job or is it just that I'm, you know, I want to make money. And it was really, really hard, um, that combination. And I had to learn that I have to just let go and things will come. Like I just have to believe and trust and do my best and be vulnerable, which is so hard for a Ukrainian girl, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, So I just had to like trust, okay, I'm going to make however much money from each thing. But at the end of the day, it's going to be enough money for me to be fine. Yes. And letting go of control is really hard when you were so dominated. You know, you were in a situation of being completely out of control. So right away your mind and your body they will rush to that place like they will feel like oh my god i'm in that situation right so i had to remind myself all the time you're safe you're fine just keep doing what you're doing i i would say that was probably my biggest biggest challenge and then also working through the food you know emotional eating and things like that um that was challenging and it's something i have to work on every single day but I will say that when you feel more empowered, you make a connection to food, a different connection to food, because then you feel like you have power to make a choice at every moment and you don't need something to comfort yourself. You don't need, you don't need to be comforted because you're already comfortable and strong in your body. Yes. So that's a huge one that I'm working on, just knowing I'm not a victim and one of the most powerful things that actually happened is that, uh, when was this now? Probably like six, five, six years ago, um, I was working in uh, advocacy for sexual assault survivors mm-hmm. and I decided to go to the police and open an investigation because I just felt like I needed to face this person. That's all that it was. And I was very cognizant of what I wanted to get out of it because it can be a really tough process to go through that. And, but I was really ready. And that was two months of hell because, you know, you have to wait for the police to call you and they don't really care about what you're going through. And they see you more as a witness in the process and Mm. not as, as the The victim, the victim. Exactly. Um, and then they called me and they told me, well, you can come in tomorrow and meet him and then you can have a face-off you know and I actually really wanted that I really wanted to have a face-off because I wanted to tell him everything I wanted to say yeah but they literally called me a day before I was shaking and crying and freaking out and that whole month just waiting for that call was also hell 
Um, but then I went and something really crazy happened. I feel like I just became like a new person. And I just, I felt so powerful. Like I said, everything that I wanted to say. Yep. And I think that really changed a lot for me. I'm really glad I did that because yep. I you realized, yeah, exactly. I faced it and I realized, oh, I'm powerful. Like I don't, this happened when I was 15. I'm not that person anymore. Actually, he's still kind of that person. And I almost felt sorry for him at that moment. So, you know, this is such a powerful story. Like not everyone gets a chance to do that. Yeah. You know, I, I went through a 10 day intensive personal development uh, course and you get to do that without the person. Mm, like face and, the person. Yeah. You get to act like you're, you're facing off and you're saying whatever you need to say to your partner. Right. Uh -huh. And it's still very uh, beneficial. You get a lot out of it and you do get a lot of release. But I mean, that's extremely brave of you to be able to go to the person and tell them and realize that they don't have the power over you. You know? Yeah. I think it's still really powerful if you can't go to the person and you practice that i think it makes like helps you shift a lot it does but sitting there with him and three male investigators in this tiny room and just oh my god yeah, it's like unleash something i don't know yes well you know and i can also see um the connection between being able to have power over something that would seem like it's not um that seems like it's not in your control right? Like you watched, you, you were able to take power, your power back. Yeah. That's right. How, that's exactly what it felt like. Yeah. Yeah. And so you were like, wait a minute, you're not the boss of me. You don't, you don't own how I feel or, and how I operate in this world. Right. Yeah. That's something that happened and I choose. Right. So also with your mother, which was a very difficult situation, seven year, eight years dealing with what would seem like something that's completely out of her control, but yet and still she took back her control and she took back her power. So you saw a physical represent, this is what I'm seeing just from this conversation, a physical representation of what you were able to do in your life. And you're basically teaching people how to do that. Yeah, that's so true. That's beautifully that's said. Yeah. Yeah. When I mean, I just also saw and I experienced that this lifestyle can help you take power over your health. Yes. Is everything. I mean, what else do we have if we don't feel good? Um, and what she did was insane because she went through so much pain. Even during that transition, she actually did a month water fast. Oh yeah, that's no joke. I've done it before. Ooh, girl. All by herself. And because she was so sick, she had so much pain while she fasted. She said it felt like razor blades going mm. through the ladder. It's crazy. Um, but I remember at that time that I came to visit because I actually left to Jerusalem and I was living in Jerusalem and I came to visit and we couldn't even talk because she was so in pain before the fast. Um, and she just said, okay, this is my motivation. I have to do something. I have to change my life. 
And that was really, really powerful to see, you know, just right. her decision and also the power of the food to do that, to help her do that. It was just incredible. Yeah, I, I love this. I love this. You know, because I, I, I'm, I'm many times I'm, I go through, I've done water fasts and I've done all this stuff because I'm really very clear that, um, and food is so spiritual, so connected to the spirit. We don't think That's about so it like true. that, but it really is. I totally think about it like that. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I guess I was always spiritual. I just was as a kid, which is yeah. so funny because my family was really all always about money, making yeah. money, surviving. You know, we're Holocaust survivors. We got to survive. And that was always the mentality. And I was always like, let's talk and make friends. <laughs> <laughs> let's find our purpose. Right. <laughs> let's right. go help people people need help and my parents were like no we we just we don't need want to, do that. to take care of ourselves yeah and so it's funny but then when I started eating this way I think it really also opened my eyes to so many things spiritual wise yes. um really about like be, I think that being powerful and being connected to yourself is being spiritual just believing that you can create anything and that you know it's all about energy attracting yeah. people with your energy and giving your like when I give my energy to my clients um, that's all it takes you know for them just to be in the presence of this energy and then when they decide I'm gonna do this then I just know they will like even if they have a challenge, it's really funny for some reason. I ask them, like on the sales conversation, I ask them pretty much always from one to 10, how ready are you? And to, to you know, change your life basically. And almost every one of them that becomes my client says eight. Oh, <laughs> I don't know why. That's, scared. The, that's their number. That's their number. But so yeah, when they feel that ready, you know, that's how I know that they will succeed. Yeah. And it's just really cool to also hold that space for them. Yeah. Well, I love this. This has been um, such a great conversation. What advice would you give to someone who's experiencing some kind of dis-ease in their body? They don't know which, which way to go, what to do. Because I, you know, I, I sometimes ask this question as it relates to entre entrepreneurs, but really there's so many people that are experience, experiencing pain uh, and they don't really know what to do. So what would you, what would you advise them to do? That's a good question. I think that it's kind of the same answer for entrepreneurs and people who have physical pain. The first thing I would say is that even if it feels totally unimaginable at this moment, try as much as you can to imagine yourself feeling good, visualizing that every day and catch yourself if you have negative statements like I'm never going to feel good or it's never going to go away. Just try to catch that and say, maybe at least maybe I will feel good at some someday. That's really important. Honestly, I tried to do those things and it was such a long process because at first I was really resentful to, to changing those statements. And I would say, that's a lie, you know, um, <laughs> but I just, I kept going, I kept going and it really, really has helped a lot. Um, number two is 
know that the answers are within you. They're nowhere else. Um, yes, doctors are amazing. They're so helpful. Coaches are amazing. But at the end of the day, you have the answer. It's right there. So one thing I love to do is just meditate in the morning and ask, what do I need to do right now for my business? You know, and then I get these, the coolest ideas. I mean, just like yes. out of nowhere, the coolest ideas. And then when I finish doing that, I think, wow, I'm pretty powerful. I already know what I need to do. So not only does it give you ideas, but it also really empowers you. And then of course, number three is completed with the diet because there is no other lifestyle out there that has been actually proven in studies to reverse our number one killer, which is heart disease. Yeah. So I think that's pretty freaking powerful stuff. Yes, I agree. I totally agree. Uh, I, I was watching this uh, documentary called uh, Forks Over Knives, which is, you know, I love these documentaries. I've seen so many of them. Uh, and really that opened up my eyes so much. That's why I started really, you know, I took the red meat out and I took, you know, all this stuff out, chicken out, um, because I was really trying to go toward that kind of lifestyle. Really. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, oh, this has been a great conversation. Thank you so much. I know we can find you at www.soulintheraw.com. And uh, they can also uh, use the same um, Soul in the Raw and Instagram and also Pinterest. So thank you so, so much. Uh, we definitely will stay in contact. I love this conversation. I love people that, you know, are really uh, doing this kind of work helping so many people so thank you so much thank you i love being on